Hello, my name is Nikki Gay, and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Despite the sluggish global economy, Sub-Saharan Africa has remained resilient, with growth expected to be around 5% this year, says the IMF in the latest African Regional Economic Outlook. However, not every country is performing well. While low-income countries continue to expand, middle-income countries, and particularly those closely linked to the European markets, are experiencing a slowdown. John Shield from the IMF's African Department explains the main findings of the report. Actually, Sub-Saharan Africa is doing pretty well at the moment, despite the sluggish global economy. Um, the latest regional economic outlook for Sub-Saharan Africa from the IMF uh, estimates growth this year at just over 5%, and it also projects that growth next year will be about the same, about another 5%. Of course, there are variations within the region. In general, low-income countries are growing fast, uh, but some middle-income countries, and specifically South Africa, are being slowed at the moment by problems in major export markets for their manufactured products, particularly in Europe. But the great strength for lower-income countries appears to be in the robustness of their home economies. Investment is strong and consumption is still powering along. You were just talking about the robustness of uh, low-income countries. Have they not been affected by the recent food and oil prices hikes that have affected the region? So far, the impact of this year's food price increases has been really very limited. I think there's two main reasons for this. One is that the main food import for the region uh, is rice, and rice prices have been fairly stable. But secondly, and perhaps most importantly, is that most of the region depends on local produce. So it's local markets that matters. And there have been some problems there, in southern Africa, for instance, uh, there have been difficulties with maize harvests, and in some areas there are real problems about food security. But over the continent as a whole, prices have been reasonably stable and supplies are still there. So they've been able to weather the shock so far. As far as oil prices are concerned, they've adjusted to the elevated level since the ending of the Great Recession, and they seem to have adjusted to those reasonably well. But of course, looking down the road... Everything will depend on the world economy and how the path of food and oil prices develop. Are there any other risky factors that could affect growth in sub-Saharan Africa? Well, our primary concern is still about global growth, um, particularly what that means for the demand for commodities, which will affect both the amount they sell and the price they sell it at. Of course, lower oil prices would be a boost for some oil-importing countries, but for the eight oil exporters in the region that might create some difficulties in terms of government revenue and hence, and hence spending. But I think the main issue of concern other than the global economy is really about the maintenance of good domestic economic policies. Now, Sub-Saharan Africa has had a very good record over the last decade. Policies have been sound, and as a result of that, growth has been strong and stable. At the moment, as long as growth stays strong the most important thing is to keep fiscal deficits down. They've become a little bit elevated in some countries, so as long as growth is good, they should be trying to reduce those deficits. And that means that if there are troubles ahead, if the world economy, the effects of the world economy start becoming more prevalent in Africa, then they'll have the resources to be able to boost their own demand and ride through any world difficulties. You were just talking a little bit about what countries could do uh, to keep uh, the course. 
Are there any other policies that uh, sub-Saharan countries can adopt to maintain their performance and even improve it in the long term? For the moment, the main point, I think, is to maintain sound macroeconomic policies, which means exactly a concern about the fiscal position. On the monetary side, most countries are fairly neutral, a little accommodative at the moment, and they can maintain that posture as long as there aren't any more price shocks from outside which threaten to be passed on into their domestic economy. So for the moment, it's a question of, of maintaining these sound policies on the macroeconomic side. There are still things they could do, though, on the structural side. One of the crucial areas is to maintain a good and attractive climate for business. Um, and that means, for instance, that regulation needs to be clear and transparent. They need to look at economic infrastructure. There's been a big effort over the last few years to improve roads, rails, ports, airports, and that expenditure needs to continue with both public and private involvement. Then there's a need to secure lasting improvements to the education systems, particularly at primary, primary levels, and to deepen the supervision of financial systems. If countries are to get inclusive growth, which is what they're all after, that will need progress on all these fronts, together with effective safety nets and well-functioning open labour markets. This was John Shields of the IMF's African Department speaking on the latest Africa Regional Economic Outlook. And to hear more podcasts, log on to www.imf.org slash podcasts.